podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome once again to another match day edition of the Leeds That Podcast. I'm Paul and today I'm joined by Andy. Yes, hello. Today we're discussing our home fixture with Manchester City. Coming up, we'll discuss our head-to-head record, speculate on the line. In fact, we'll have the lineup, give our predictions for the game, and then, as always, have a chat afterwards with our immediate thoughts and feelings on the game. Two things before we get going. Where's James? Uh, Jimbo, James is on holiday. Speaking of which, I feel like I still need some sunglasses because we're on Zoom because I'm in lockdown and you have the pearliest whites the world has ever seen. Is that a nod to Leeds United? I'll I'll tell you what, James has gone and bought the same toothpaste that I've got, so uh, fair play. Toothpaste or Dulux, which one is it? I'm confused. I reckon it's a bit of a combo deal of the both. Definite gloss, never seen Matt that, has it? I've I've just got a decent webcam and you're just seeing it like a, a quality. I've got my summer teeth in. Some are green, some are white, some are yellow, some are missing. Well, our head-to-head record against Manchester City with one forty-two drawn seventeen, lost forty-five. It's a bit misleading. I had a little look. We lost the first seven before nineteen twenty-four, so I don't think we should probably count them. Which means we're better than them. Easily. Um, we only played them once in the wilderness years. Four nil FA Cup defeat in two thousand and thirteen. Once they'd got cashed up. I was there. Were you there? No, I didn't go. I didn't go. What did you think? I I, I felt a bit disgruntled that afternoon because I felt we, we could have done them. Uh, I it was the Warnock team, wasn't it? It was yeah. the game after the Tottenham. We'd beat Tottenham in the cup that year. Barney and McCormack scored in the third round. Yeah, it was. It was that, but we weren't. like I, I thought we got absolutely pumped because we were dumb. We, we conceded too early. The, the midfield we had then was minging. Unlike now, I really fancy us today. Just saying. Well, well I'd, I'd, I'd like to touch on this. The last time we were league opponents, we did all right against them. They, they'd just returned and there was no hint of this. And uh, we, this is going to come up a couple of times, but I, w- I want to say this first of all. My first game as a season ticket holder with our good friend Matthew Hello, Matt. Uh, was a 3-0 home fixture on the 17th of August 2002. Their manager was Kevin Keegan. Uh, Love it. Love Nick, it. Nick Barnby scored for us. Um, and it's a very special game for me that uh, looking back, you know, it was the start of a, such a big era. And I think it makes me a little bit emotional about today because. Do that, do, do that again. I'm going to put some sad piano music behind it. Go on. Paul got his first season home ticket. Leeds United versus Manchester City. No, I, did. I did, and it's uh, more than half my life ago. Um, but that game... It's at least three sets of teeth ago too, isn't it? But when you when you walk out for that first time, I don't know, at any time when you walk out, that's what we're missing at the moment. I don't want to dwell on it too much because actually it, it would probably make me a little bit too sad. But I'll go with that, mate. I, I completely agree. I I woke up this morning and my missus went, what's up with you? And I went, nothing. And she went, get out your ass." And I said, I am like my ass." I said, because Ellen Road would be absolutely bloody bouncing today. And how ludicrous is it 
that I can hand on heart say I think we'll do well today against Man City after the last 16 years we've been through. Mate, what a day we would have had. We would be in no fit state for podcasting right now if we if we were in Leeds at 30. And I got the bus to Leeds and I got the uh, got the bus to Ellen Road via Sessleyham, got off at Ellen Road and we'd be lahoos and we'd have seen Leeds get at least a point, I feel. I think there's a stronger chance that me and you would be having another 45 minutes in town and we, we'd have been going to try to do a cheeky tequila before we got in. So, uh, yeah. Do you know why I fancy Leeds today, Paul? Well, please tell me, yeah. Defensively, they look ropey, to say the very least. But more importantly, they've got no Aguero and they've got no Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. So they've not got a recognised, unbelievable world-class striker that they normally have. No. And we've got two. We've got Bamford and Rodrigo. And we last weekend we had to set up with three at the back because we're playing against two strikers and they're not playing with any conventional ones today. That is not to say whatsoever that what they're going to do is is uh, less potent than what Man uh, than Sheffield United did last week. However, it, it allows us to play a four four two and we'll get onto the lineup shortly because we've got the teams in now. Oh, go on. Um, give me theirs first. Go on. I'll tell you their team: Edison, Walker, Diaz, debut, Laporte. Back in after COVID, Mendy, Rodrigo, he plays for Leeds. Uh, De Bruyne, Foden, Mares, Sterling, and Torres. Ferran Torres is still all right, and he'd be fair. Yeah. And your Leeds United lineup? Ilan Melier. Correct. Luke Aylin. Yep. Chiorente. Wrong. Wrong. You've been suckered in by some Twitter games, haven't you? Scoop's in. Scoop's still fit. Cooper's playing. I fancy us even more now. Cock. What do you just call me? Number five, cock. Keep going. Stuart Dallas. Yep. Gianni Alioski. Is that Macedonian? I like your Macedonian accent. I just yeah. got stuck on the Stuart Dallas one. I thought my Irish accent's pretty steady. Um, Click, Phillips, Rodrigo, Costa, Bamford. Wrong. Oh, where was I wrong? wrong, actually. Tyler Roberts for Rodrigo? Yes. Ouch. That's not uh, that's not a swap, though. That's what happened last week. Um, yeah, I know, uh, but I, I, I thought that Rodrigo might get the nod. The Nodrigo. <laughs> well, uh, maybe there's a rule on the amount of Rodrigo's who could play in one game. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I think it's a strong lineup. It's just, like, how... Much of a credit is it to Jack Harrison that we can sit here and say it sucks that he is ineligible for this game. Massive loss. Absolutely massive loss. He's arguably been the player of the season so far. I know Bamford's got three and three, but that goal last week wouldn't have happened about that wonderful cross, would it? I mean, is I mean, it does say a lot about Bamford, but the fact that he whipped it in and stood there with his arms up before it had reached Bamford's head because he knew what was coming. That ball was that good. Completed it, mate. That's what he said. Well, a uh, little check on our fantasy football uh, forum. Um, Am I still I, bottom? Am I still well, bottom? I was going to ask you, but yeah, you are. You you rock bottom now. Yeah, but um, I've got the I've got the moral nod, haven't I? Oh, morally, you sorted. You've got thirty million in the bank. And um, I'm just pure leads. 
Shout out to Pele Ling out there on 230 points. I reckon he's played all his wild cards and sub boosts and bench boosts and everything else. You know, last week we were talking about our old mate, uh, what they called, I'm Strike It Lucky, Strike It Lucky. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's my mate, Katie. Oh, you're having a little shout out? Oh, yeah, she, she deserves it. Outstanding. Where, where's she at? What, right now? In the league. Uh... On the namestakes, top. I assume she's in lockdown right now. Lockdown, lockdown. Uh, yeah, all the best. So, opposition forums. It's Blue Moon, which just makes me think. Blue of orange. Moon. Just makes me think of uh, the Gallagher brothers. This one, doesn't it? I know, and I can't do. I can't even try and do it. Can't even try and do it. But it, it's embarrassing that when. Wanchell and Road many years back. Both had our city tops on and I followed Sitter. the brother. Sitter. Yeah. But do you know what? If I think it's embarrassing when you think of a football club via uh, two celebrities. Who else oh, do you yeah. think of as who else do you think of as a football club? And the first thing you think of is the Gallagher brothers. Well, or <laughs> a another celebrity. Yeah, no, it's what, fair play. Watford Elton John, maybe. And then that's probably well, a lot, isn't it? In fairness to them. They've gathered a lot of fans in the last five or six years, so they've got quite the forum. Do you know why? So, why is that? Because they've got pots of cash. And I, when they when they first got all that money brought in, uh, I was looking for some casual work. And I got offered telemarketing to go door-to-door knocking to tell people how good Man City were. That's amazing. In that Yorkshire. That's absolute dog, in it? <laughs> The Blue Moon Forum, they have a 25-page thread about the pre-match of today. That was by 10 o'clock this morning. And initially it was, oh, Leicester have done us, we're in trouble. Um, but this fun one that I saw was about the fact that they uh, two, two fans had gone to uh, Ellen Road. They'd gone to where they thought the City fans drank. They walked in and the bar was just full of Leeds fans and you could hear a pin drop. And he says pooed myself next minute Leeds fans shouted it's a good job you lot are not United fans or you'd be dead by now <laughs> <laughs> so are they, are they confident going into today or not or are they uh, real real mixed bag because they know that they, they're not going to get a team that comes and defends against them so they know that they've I mean some of them were arrogant as in 11 for 11 they're better every man on paper um, but some of them are aware it's not played on paper mate some of them were the fact they need a response. Some of them were the fact that they're betting in new players. So, yeah, it's a bit of a mixed bag. It was a mixed bag from their fans, but I thought that one, that little anecdote about the fact that they were terrified in the Leeds pub just uh, made it for me. So, r- referee today, thanks always to our mate, Joe Bedford. Love you, El Loco. Today's referee is Mike Dean. Trombier fan. Well, the funniest thing is, and normally she says he's only ref one or two, four or whatever Leeds games before. And she said he's only ref one game between the clubs before. It was his second Leeds game on the 13th of January, 2001. And it was a nil four away win for Leeds United. Go on, Leeds. Robbie Keane scored twice in the 90th minute. Baller. I mean, Mike Dean's been going a fair while, hasn't he? Yeah, he did that game, didn't he? Well, the fourth official today, (laughs) 
is Anthony Taylor, who did our game against Fulham. And oh, the VAR, Tony. VAR, this will get a reaction. This fella's definitely had a promotion. And you know when people at work get a promotion and you think it's undeserved? Oh, Christ. Peter Banks, do you know what game he ref? Our nil one loss to QPR, the Wells handball goal last season when he sent Calvin off. <laughs> He's the fella on the videos. <laughs> I think Sean Massey's in there as well to uh, back him up, so hopefully she'll uh, have a word if he's getting things wrong. What's your prediction today, Andy? I fancy... Uh, I've got an head and art again, standard. My head takes a draw, but which is ludicrous anyway because it should be just avoid an absolute arsehole in. But I think Leeds win 2-1, or maybe even 1-0 or 2 nil. What do you think, Paul? I've, I think 2-1. I think 2-1 Leeds. I think... Um, Rodrigo scores. I'd love to, because he's in my fantasy team, but we're all... I'd love anyone to score. I just think we've played with such intensity. People still are being surprised by us. At some point, they're not going to be. And the only person missing is Jack Harrison. So, Janny will slot into that team like no man's business. And we're on it. Do you want to touch on the signing that never was, that croissant fella? Yes, I think if you... If you, believe, if you believe the stuff, I think it's the right thing to do from Bielsa. And I think Rob Price has played a blinder. However disappointing it is as a fan... You've got to look at it pragmatically and go, well, if he's going to be out for however long, he's absolutely no bloody good anyway. Well, what you do as a fan is you look at it, you go, this player looks decent, but you did that with um, Jean-Kevin Augustin and you said he's going to come in, he's going to make a difference, he's a better player. Felipe and da Costa did the exact same thing. He did. But if you've got the... I think the stakes are higher when you're paying £20 million. And obviously... And when you're there and you're doing the medical and you've still got a few days to go and you've got some other irons in the fire and it's absolutely brutal on the lad. And I hope he goes on to have a fantastic career miles away from Leeds United, unless he's decent enough to sign for Leeds United. But you've got to do what's right for you at the time. And if he wasn't going to play and he wasn't going to feature and he was had the potential to be a liability, then it's very sad, but that's where we're at. No, agreed, mate. Fully agreed. And I just hope we do a little bit of business to see us over. This season's all about consolidation and we can't have any passengers. And if he's going to be out for a prolonged period of time, can't afford it. It is bedding in. We need somebody who's going to fit in pretty much instantly. You look at like Yorente, who was signed for 18 million quid. He's still not got a game. Yeah, I don't see two in, but he's 18 million quid. And know, it's, not, it's not a guaranteed start. You've got to be up to it and ready and ready to go. So what's your word? Gutted. Yeah, I can hear that. I feel oh. it totally. I feel it right now. I really feel it. It's because of the excitement that I've got brewing. And this is what you look at. With no disrespect to Fulham. This was that was, first, that was, this, that was this, the game that we went to last year, isn't it? That's what oh, I mean. This is, this is the first big home Premier League game that we've had in 16 years. And we should be there. We should be absolutely scaring the pants off these players who have got poor confidence anyway from getting pumped 5-2. There, there should be a roar that greets them and terrifies them that makes our players feel like they've got the absolute backing of the world behind them. 
Yeah, uh, so I'm I'm gutted today, mate. Um, I, I I just hope that I'm even more gutted because we've put in a hell of a performance and we've won, and I wasn't there to witness it. My word's cautious because we don't do two; we do one word. But it would be cautiously optimistic. Oh yeah, do it. Um, because I am I am hopeful. I I, I do think we'll. I, I hope we will win. I think it's probably a heart versus head situation but I think it's the Liverpool game that gives me that because Liverpool are better than them they're more more consistent and we gave them a right game so I've got no reason to believe that we can't go and do that again today we made the best defender arguably on the planet currently look like he played in League 1 so if we've got a couple of shady ones who've not played together and they've not played this season as Laporte played yet the parts uh, I think played midweek. Diaz has played, but for another club. So it's it's a it's a big chance for Bam Bam Bamford to get in and amongst it. Get a bit of confusion. Put some chaos in the game. Scare them. Let's go, Leeds. Come on. Indeed. Right, mate. I will chat to you after this. Enjoy. Yeah, the boys. Come on, Leeds. Right, we're back after that. It's Leeds United 1, Manchester City 1. Andy, you said you've got a lot to say, my friend. What a team. What a team. For the first 20 minutes, they looked scared. And we did look scared. And we did not look like we were playing to our potential. After that, my days. If you look at it pragmatically, yeah? Yeah. Bar, bar a few signings. That's a Paul Heckingbottom finishing mid-table championship side facing the champions, the richest club in the world. Mate, they, were the champions la- they were the champions last season, I know that. But like, you know what I'm saying? Holy moly, what a performance. How good's Rodrigo? Oh, I felt like a, a dog with two dicks. I text Paul saying... Rodrigo going to score. Then he hit the bar and Neville went, eh, well, he wasn't that good for me. Yeah, he's better coached by this fella. 30 seconds later, bang! one all. Leads him. I, oh. I had no idea that Rodrigo, Rodrigo had been coached by Gary Neville until this game. What a beautiful thing. Oh, and there's so many things that like last week we were, we were quick to jump on board the old hammering of BT going oh they've got no idea what they're talking about and this week we've gone oh yeah well Sky are, they're as wet as they're not as pocket they're getting all excited going how good leads are how good leads play what leads do don't show replays this is brilliant and then yeah. oh Dallas red card behave yourself mate that was nothing oh. that was literally nothing that was nothing but I'm, I'm going to read this Gary Neville quote. Yeah, we're getting wrote, carried away. We're getting carried away. Sorry, no, Paul, go on. It, no, I wrote it, this, it, I wrote this down at the time. He said, to be honest with you, I'm not even sure how you coach this. It's absolute madness. And that was only half the quote. I couldn't keep up with it. And he, he was basic. I mean, we know that he can't coach, but they were just... It was that the best bit of that game was when they tried to advertise Newcastle Burnley. They're like, but I don't want this game to stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You, 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 you nail on the head there, Paul. Nail on the head. For, but for 20 minutes, let's not get too excited. They blew us away. 
Yeah, I was surprised. I was yeah. surprised. It was it was and quite actually upsetting. Do you not think it was too much respect? Fat, well, this is this sounds really silly, but I reckon if we'd started with kickoff, it wouldn't have happened like that. They had it from kickoff, and they were on the front foot. I'm not far off agreeing with you. I, for me, when you look at the, the England team who've just been announced, I don't, for life of me, understand how Luke Ayling's not in there as a as a like defender who can play all positions or as a right back. Obviously, the the first starting right back position is Trent Alexander Arnold. Yeah, for his attacking for his attacking prowess. Then you've got Kyle Walker, who's old as chuff and done it for years. Then he he made Kyle Walker look silly today. Kyle Walker is, uh, I think he's on his way out, isn't he? Really, I was, I was trying to explain to Alas, and this is <laughs> this is just it's not meant to sound derogatory, but my missus does not like Leeds. She's a Blackburn fan. She's a football fan. She's not a she's not a Leeds fan, so she don't quite get it, right? And I'm going to her. The fact that Man City are bringing on Aki for Mendy shows that the player they sold to us has had his pants. And, oh, then, yeah, uh, and then later, we're going, oh, the fact they're bringing Fernandinho on for Mares, one of the best attacking players in the world, shows they're terrified of not winning this game or even oh, drawing the game. Yeah. I hope that they don't think that uh, that they need to uh, withdraw their option on Jack Harrison. <laughs> you know, if Jack Harrison plays tonight, we win. Yeah, and that's based on the first half. And that's no disrespect to Alioski, but I think the coherence between Dallas and Alioski, as was noted out of time, with the swap. Do you know who the big winners are today? Liverpool, because uh, like f- obviously football's a winner because you've watched what a lot of people are saying is the best game of football they've seen all season, despite the fact it's one all and it was more irritating for me because we were we didn't play our best we played this season. No, no, and, we, we, uh, we, we weren't even at top gear, were we? We were. We were oh. It was annoying. It was the first twenty minutes were really disappointing. Um, and who would have thought he'd have said that when we got promoted well, on we're, Sunday met, again on, with on, a team that is essentially the same squad that Heckingbottom had on on Sunday Melier's got man of the match and today I, f- I felt his distribution was the only thing that put us in danger only like, for the first 20 only for the first 20 after that it was bang on the Man City look it, Man City look bang up for it until they scored then they scored then they went oh we're done Cockiness, cockiness. Absolutely. So, going through it, um, who stood out for you, Andy? Stuart Dallas, once again, had a great game. I think, again, Robin Cock had a great game. Uh, Ailing had a good game. (laughs) I mean, you could list the whole team. I think the game changed probably when Pervader came on. I I thought when he went to Mendy, they they looked terrified. And... as much as we've loved Janny, when when Janny came in with Samuel Saez and we thought those two were absolute game changers, which they were, Janny's biggest attribute is his willingness to go 
the whole ah, time. I think it's a shit owsery. He is an absolute beast. He will go the whole game. He's an animal. He will be everywhere. But his biggest criticism... Too enthusiastic. It's his lack of willingness to take people on. Whereas Pervada seems to have... It's either because he can or just that kind of youthful, youthful exuberance. exuberance. <laughs> and do you know what? He showed but, that in abundance today. Whereas on Sunday when he was doing it, it occasionally came across as a bit crass and we'll give it a go, but older heads will prevail. Whereas today, it, it looked a bit frightening. And we got lucky with that because it was that kind of former player thing. Whereas the thing bit that... Of raw, did, bit of raw, wasn't it? A bit of raw, scary anger. I think the thing that undid us in the first 20 was, even though they've played midweek and done someone 3-0, um, they're coming off a 5-2 defeat and they've come out and it's like... And they had a double training session, which was the first time they've ever had that under Pep yesterday. They were, they were pissed. They were, out, they were angry. They were pissed. They were so of course they were. And, but they never pressed it home. They they scored a goal that Norm like is I find bitterly disappointed to concede. But after that they've 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 stepped off and we I'm, I mean I'll look it up. But feeling like possession wise, I think we've uh, probably edged it. There's a bit of youthful exuberance on the lead side too because uh, De Bruyne, one of the best midfielders in the world, could have scored and hit the post. Yeah, and then if you think about it, they've got. Sterling playing as, according to their... This is what really annoyed me. You look at their tactics and go, oh, yeah, Sterling centre-forward. They've put us at 3-5-2. In what world are we playing the 3-5-2? Grow up, oh, have a look, well, re- research us. And I'm it's not- frustrating, but if you think if Aguero or Gabriel Jesus is playing, then in the first 20 minutes, it could have been 2 or 3-0. Well, but on, they weren't, on the B- they weren't, were they? They weren't. On the BBC, here's two comments for you. Lifelong City fan, but I have to say Mares and Mendes have to go. Dean is useless and VAR official should lose his job. Add Sterling's why? greed and lack why? Add Sterling's greed and lack of ability, and that's why City drew tonight. And then the next comment from Edward says, Why does Bielsa look gutted? His team played brilliantly. You got a draw at home to City. It's an improvement on the result that they got against Liverpool. No, He's because we want because to win. We we play like unlike Crystal Palace, who won the first two games and then have lost the next two. We set up to win every game. It's a wonderful thing. It's what every team should do. Try it. It is beautiful. And do you know what, Paul? It's really easy to say this and get carried away, but we are blessed. Bielsa is 65. I want him forever and ever and ever until death do us part. (laughs) PS don't die. But you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, I want this forever. It's turned a mediocre team into a bunch of bastard world beaters. (laughs) Am I wrong? Come come at me. No, to be honest with you, I think we were brilliant. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a shame we're playing once a week. And the biggest shame, as we've alluded in, in our comments with each other, is that we're not walking out of that ground now and going, I think we should be going home, but shall we go into town? Let's go to mate, town, mate. Mate! Sack, off, just... sack, off them. sack them all off. We're off to town. This has got... 
this has got angry argument with the wife in the morning and all over it or, or or bitter divorce it's like let's get loose we're five points off top everton are way in front of us <laughs> already however arguably man like you're in, me, an absolute, you're in for an absolute me. treat this year i'm ready for anyone anyone says to me you're not ready it's like well do you know what just ah, they're gonna have to stop it, mate. They're gonna have to stop it because it's not naivety. It's nothing. We we showed them too much respect in that first twenty minutes, and there were too many passes going astray and other bits and pieces. However, once we got into our stride, it became the game that people thought it was going to be, and it became it become uncommentable. They couldn't commentate on it because it was so fast. It was it was two teams going toe to toe. They had to take off. Like this, we're playing against a team who wanted to win the Champions League last year, and they've had to take off Maras to bring on Fernandinho to shore it up because we were that good. We were that good, and at that point, we were frightening. And I mean, Patrick Bamford has been off. He's worked his nuts off again. Rodri, Rodrigo's turned the game. Imagine it, turned it, the game. Here's one for you. I'm a huge Ailing fan, but imagine if Ailing squares it to Bamford in the 44th minute or whatever it was, 45th minute. I mean, I'm... That's one, or, that's one or half time. We're getting ahead of ourselves, but I'm probably going to give Man of the Match to Stuart Dallas again, but imagine if we had a left back, and a, like, which is absolutely... We have, <laughs> we have got a left back, and our left back's a central midfielder or a right winger. <laughs> oh, God. It's frightening. So, let's get down to it. Let's get down to it. Who's your man of the match? Luke Aylin. Who did I Sky thought... give? Did they give did they give Luke Aylin? I did I press pause and came talk to you. Um for me, Luke Aylin epitomizes everything that this club is about. He is the misfit that shouldn't fit but does. And he tries so hard and he's he's better than most in his position and does not get the recognition. And then you look at his performance and yeah, he should have squared it to Paddy Bamford at that point. But he's like anybody, he wants to score it, he wants to do. And he's come from that poor team who were 12, 14, whatever it was in the championship, who were seventh year before and gone, bang, here we go, we're all right. No, not so much. And he's not given up and he's kept going and kept going and kept going. And it, First day, he had Marnie in his back pocket, yeah? Agreed. Yep. Agreed. Today, Sterling scored, but he's absolutely done two of their attacking forwards. They've had nothing on him. Nothing. And he shouldn't be there. If you look at it as, as like a, I'm a football god, he should not be anywhere close. And he is. And he's doing so good, and it's so good to see. He's Leeds, he epitomises Leeds United. Let me uh, just quote you Calvin Phillips' interview after the game. We're just happy to get a point against a really good side. We knew they have weaknesses defensively, which you don't get too often when you're playing good teams like that. To be fair, a lot of our play goes through me, but they tried to capture me out, so I knew I had to change my game and get on the ball in different ways. We did that in the second half. I think we gave them a little bit too much respect in the first 20 minutes. Came out in the second half, made a couple of tackles and counterattacks, and had a real go. It's fair play in it. It's, it's, said what, it. It's, it's said what we've said, but we outgiving 
Luke Ayler, the man of the match. Winds me up that they keep saying that uh, Rodrigo's goal for Bolton was nine years ago. Or oh my <laughs> god, they went Rodrigo's first goal since 2011. It's like, well, it's not, is it? It's basically a different person, isn't it? Essentially, um, however, he did change the game, didn't he? I'd be tempted if he. Ah, hard to pick. It's hard to pick. Ian the provider, provider, change the game. Yeah. He had a real go. I'm going to go Rodrigo today. I'm going to go Rodrigo because I think his class did stand out in the second half when he came on. Um, More than Pepeda? Yes. It, and, he, and that's like, good for a guy who's given ailing who played the whole game one of the match. Yeah. No, I think that in like obviously scoring, but his everything he did today looked classy and he did look Premier League out and out the whole time. And I don't look at him and think he's grown with us. I think he's going to enhance us. So I'm going Rodrigo today. Also because they've got, someone called, they've got someone called Rodrigo who's spelled exactly the same. They called Rodrigue. Or what do they? I don't know. It's why is it? I'm, I'm I'm quite sad that you've not gone for someone who's gone on the journey. It's about time, isn't it? I've, I've, I, he's in my fantasy team as well, some chuff for the lads. So, uh, Anyone listening, Paul's a sellout. Big time sellout. I wanted to go Stuart Dallas again, and I'll give a shout out to Stuart Dallas because he's played left back, and then when Click's gone off and Leif Davis has come on, Stuart Dallas has moved into the centre as well. And other than Sky, Gary Neville desperately saying every professional watching wants him to be sent off. For yeah, but, utterly nothing and clearly not because VAR have every chance to send him off I'll give a big shout out to Stuart Dallas again they all deserve it they've worked their nuts off and we've come out with a, a thoroughly deserved draw against a top team and we're only going to get better mate yeah so if I said to you start the season you've got a chance of seven points from the first four games with a plus one goal difference. What do you say? If I was Matthew, I'd have said, no, I want 12 points. Let me play it out. But I'm me and I'll take it. You'd have snapped your hand off, wouldn't you? You'd have absolutely humongous, isn't it? You knew that that was two wins and a draw. So, and you'd have, you'd have probably known where the results would have come from as well, to be fair, wouldn't you? You'd have guessed that. Um, no, I, I would not have known where the draw was coming from. What, Liverpool or City? I'd, I'd have seen us getting maximum five points. Right, so before the game, your word was something that was not as positive as it could have been? Gutted, my word was gutted. And I'll stick with gutted because imagine us bouncing out of the road now and... I said this to joint game, Paul, actually. I texted you saying, imagine if the crowd are there now, these lot shit the pants and we win. What did that City fan say? Ke- poo the kecks. Anyway, yeah. It's true, I feel isn't it? Like it's true, it's I, true, isn't it? It's completely true, mate. They wouldn't have had that first 20 minutes. Not a prayer. We wouldn't even, have if did, even if they did, mate, we'd have won 3-1. As soon as we yeah, equalise, they shite, we'd have, they we'd shite have themselves. They absolutely it. shite themselves. We've got a massive chance to win that game. And I really feel like this is really weird, but I really feel like in an alternate universe, 
There's one of me that stood out and getting in trouble somewhere in Leeds. And there's another one of me praying that the train's broken down and I'm on Leeds platform somewhere just waiting for it to all kick off. But instead, I'm at home and I'm going to watch a film. In in a parallel universe, Paul is very excited and is buzzing. However... Mate, I'm buzzing in this universe. I'm buzzing in this universe. I'm... It, we're going to have a week off. We'll have a bit of time to reflect. We've got, obviously, the end of the transfer window. Let's see who's come in. And uh, no one is going to take us for granted after this. They know what we're about. Half me helps to do, because when they take us for granted, we can absolutely go at them and injure them. Yeah, fair play, mate. Well, have a good international weekend. Enjoy yourself. We'll Enjoy. see you in a couple of weeks. Enjoy yourself. Podcast Network.